Hello everyone, welcome to the Hymnology Podcast, a show about psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. I'm your host, Sawyer Whitaker. We'll take an in-depth look at either a hymn or praise song. We'll dig down deep into the author of the song, the biblical content of the song, and why we are singing the selected song. Our song for the day is one of my personal favorites. It's the hymn, In Christ Alone. And although this hymn isn't very old, it has served the church fiercely with its powerful statements about the solitude of the power of Jesus. And if you look in your hymn book, um, you'll find two things about this. For one, it may not be in the hymn book that is behind every pew in your church. Um, because as mentioned earlier, this hymn came out around 2002, I believe. So you're not going to necessarily find it as a classic hymn in your church, unless you happen to have um, a newer hymnal in your church, whether that be a newer Baptist hymnal, whether that be a new hymnal um, that's recently came out called Hymns of Grace, um, or it could be any newer hymnal a- after uh, the year 2000. So you're going to find that it's not in every hymnal, but it is in a lot of newer hymnals. You're also going to find that no matter what topic you look for, and you know if you ever noticed, but in the back of a hymnal, there is the uh, portion about topics to find songs. You'll notice that in Christ alone is in just about every topic that you can find, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go. But it is one of my favorites. Um, I believe a lot of that is just because of the time that it came out. Um, around that time was, you know, I was a, a child whenever it came out, but then the song really grew as I grew, and it has just been one that's always been with me since I have um, gone on. But also, um, in my adult life, it's also one that I always go to because of its powerful lyrics and the fact that, yeah, you can take any theological concept and come out of it. So who wrote this song? Who wrote, who writes hymns? past the year 2000. In the past 20 years, who do you know of that's made it to any type of mainstream, at least Christian music, that has written hymns and has been successful at it? Well, the authors of this hymn are none other than Keith and Kristen Getty. Now, although you may not know much about Keith and Kristen Getty, they have had an immense impact on church music in the past 20 years. Written in 2001, the Gettys, along with songwriter Stuart Townend, composed a hymn that would not only be a staple in churches and hymn books around the world, but also reignite an entire generation's love for the old hymns. Keith and Kristen were born and raised in Northern Ireland, and now they live in Nashville, Tennessee with their four daughters. And one interesting fact about this, and um, it, one thing that has helped me and it's been uh, helped me to look forward to something throughout this uh, pandemic time. Um, every I believe Tuesday night over the over the pandemic, um, Keith and Kristen put out a um, a live video that they would call Family Hymn Sing. And what they would do, they would bring in all three, all all four of their daughters, and they would just sit around the piano and they would sing hymns. And then eventually they began to bring in other artists. Um, that we've talked about on the show before, the ones who are living, obviously. Um, and it was a time where, and kind of a dark time, and, also, and honestly a, a, a boring time, um, that it, people all around the world could gather and uh, sing hymns. And they understood 
um, but that's sometimes all that it takes um, to uplift your spirit some. So the Gettys wrote it, and if you know anything else about them, you'll know that every year they have a conference called Sing Conference. They have one in Nashville, Tennessee, and they also have one in Belfast, which is where Keith is from. Um, they have impacted many hymn writers, uh, many of the ones uh, that we're going to talk about on the show, um, such as my favorite, Matt Boswell, um, also uh, songwriters like Andrew Peterson, and so on and so forth. Um, and just if you want to see kind of what they're about and who they impact, go and watch that family hymn sing that I'm sure you can find on YouTube. So why should we sing the song in Christ alone? Or why do we sing the song Christ alone? If you have gone to my church um, within the past year, you've got a pretty good shot at hearing us sing this song together. Um, for one, there's a lot of different versions of it. A lot of people have taken this song and added different um, added different uh, musical uh, melodies, um, have added different um, just flavors to it, have added a chorus to it, have added a bridge to it. So there, there's really a lot of different ways you can do this song. But there are also different reasons than that. There are technical reasons, but primarily... It is because this song relates to nearly every theological topic we would discuss each week. And we mentioned this before, but the refrain, the, the thing that we keep going back to in the song, the song doesn't necessarily have a chorus, but it does have a phrase that is always said. And that refrain is, in Christ alone. That refrain is enough to sing every week. But then the song goes on to speak about our hope in Jesus, the death of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus, and the return of Jesus. So, within each verse, you can honestly take each week, sing one verse at a time, and get a whole understanding of the hope that's in Jesus, the life, the death, and the resurrection, but also the return. Therefore, this song does not let us forget the reason that we are singing it, and it is because our hope is found in none other than Christ alone. So when is a good time for you as a listener? Um, maybe church is a little hard to go to right now because of all the rules that you may have to follow, or maybe your church is not open. Um, maybe you haven't been in a while, but you still consider yourself a believer. When is a good time to go back and listen to this song? Well, the easy answer is anytime, but more specifically... I think there's two answers that are found. One, really when you need to be reminded of just what Jesus did um, and what he's going to do. You can see that all throughout the hymn. We, we see what he did um, as he took on the wrath that man deserved. And then we're also going to see um, in the last verse of what he's going to do when he's going to burst forth and return for his children. So just as a reminder of what Jesus is going to do and what he has done, but also as a reminder for hope. Um, this has been a time where it's been hard to have hope in a lot of ways because answers change and um, no one really seems to know exactly what's going on. But we can always go back to the first line of this song. In Christ alone, our hope is found. So this has been the Hymnology Podcast. I'm sorry, Whitaker. Thank you so much for listening. 
And always remember to sing the truth. <laughs>